welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Let the spirit in your, let your spirit begin to stir you up. Lift your voice, open your mouth and pray. Don't whisper the prayer, just pray. Lift your voice and pray. Heal the sick, deliver the oppressed, 
bless your people. Lift up the downhearted person. Open doors for us as we fellowship as a church. In Jesus' name, amen. Once again, give God a good clap. So I'm teaching on the subject, the blessing of gathering. The blessing of gathering. As we all know, this year is a year of gathering. Say gathering. Every year, God gives a word to his servant, Dr. Tabel, and we are guided on that path in that particular year. And this year, God says that is a year of gathering, and we have to get to understand why gathering. And therefore, as a pastor, I have to be a responsible leader to help you understand, else it will become a cliche, our year of gathering, our year of gathering, our year of gathering, our year of gathering. It will become a cliche, and it will not help anybody. So this morning, I'm going to spend time to help you to understand why gathering. And you can see a lot of things depicted on the backdrop. We, we made sure that by yesterday, we made sure we have installed the backdrop. I thought you were clapping for us. Yeah. And it speaks a lot. There are a lot of things that are in here that are going to reflect in the sermons for the year. Every single item you see has a meaning. So I'm going to help you today to understand the gathering. Say the blessing of gathering. John chapter 6 verse 12. I think that's the core scripture for the year. I think every Sunday we have to recite it. What do you think? So this week I give you time. Go and memorize it. Baba. When Baba DA it, and we are using the old King James. When they were filled, they said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragment that remain, that nothing is lost. So after they were filled, if you know the story, Jesus fed a multitude. And out of their satisfaction, Jesus saw that a lot of fragments were left. And he instructed that gather up the fragments so that nothing is lost. Every instruction of God carries the wisdom of God. If you are finding, the, if you want to know the wisdom of God, search out his, his, his instructions. It is in the instructions of God that we discover the wisdom of God and what God expects us to do. So he said, gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing is lost. God's words carry God's intentions. If you want to know what God is thinking, go into his word. Go into his instructions. So instructions are good for our edification. So Jesus, he fed them. He provided for them. But he said, at the end of the day, gather up the fragments. 
I repeat John chapter 6 verse 12 again. When they were filled, they said unto his, he said unto his disciples, gather up the fragment that nothing is lost. There are three things in the scripture, three major things in the scripture I want to pull out. Number one, God wants us to be gatherers and gatherers. God wants you to be a gatherer and a gatherer. That means that God wants you to gather people and God wants you to also be guarded. God wants you to be a gatherer. And God wants you to be a gatherer. G-A-T-H-E-R-E-E. Employer, employee. So God wants you to gather and God wants you also to be guarded. Number two, God does not want anything he has given to us to be missing or to be lost or to be wasted. So be a gatherer, be a gatherer, and then God does not want anything he has given to you to be wasted and to be lost. The third thing is that God does not want us to be wasters of what he has committed into our hands. We are in a generation where we see a lot of wastage. Waste. You can be passing a pipe is best for one week. Wastage. So three things. God wants us to be gatherers and gatherers. God does not want anything is given to us to get missing or lost. And God does not want us to be wasters of anything he's blessed us with. In 2023, God wants us to gather up all his blessings and to present it back to him as a glory. Yes. Don't waste any moment of the year. The year is running. Today is what, 15th, eh? Yeah, half of the month is gone. 15 days. What foundations have you laid for your plans? God doesn't want us to waste any day, any moment, any strength, any resources, any soul. And you see, if God does not want to waste any resources, that means that his children must buy into that mindset. If you are a waster, you can never, ever make progress in your destiny. Many of us have, have wasted a lot of doors that could have taken us to better places, but you wasted it. God is saying this year, gather, gather up every door and make good use of every door that he sends your way. In the name of Jesus. To every intention of God, the devil will always try to counter. God intends that we become gatherers. God intends that we gather together as brothers and sisters. But the devil will always have a counter to God's word. If God says glory, the devil wants shame. If God says appointment, the devil wants disappointment. If God says light, the devil wants darkness. 
So every blessing of God has a replica in the form of a curse that is from the devil. So the Bible describes the work of the devil in John chapter 10 verse 10. This is what the devil does. Jesus revealed it to us. He said, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. So the devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That is the work of the devil. What God has given to you, he wants to steal it. What God has blessed you with, he wants to destroy it. What God has given to you, he wants to cause it to stop to work. So the health you have, the devil wants to destroy it. The members in the church, the devil wants to destroy them. Your own marriage, the devil wants to destroy. Your own children, the devil wants to destroy. Hey, young guys, you can't be talking. Amen. Hallelujah. They've forgotten that they're in the main service. Every blessing of God will produce a counter-reaction from the camp of the enemy. That is why you see that God blesses you with a job. The breakthrough job you receive, when you got there, there was a demon waiting for you. Then you are like, ah, if God gave me this place, I must have my peace of mind. No. Every blessing God gives you, the enemy has been waiting for you there. Your next level comes with next level demons. When we cry for church growth, church growth is going to come with a lot of different dynamics which you have to be ready for. If you call for business expansion, if you had only five workers, you will know them from in out. But when you have 50 workers, you, do, you wouldn't know the thief amongst them. So Jesus said, one of you is a devil. He had only 12 people, but he said one of them is a devil. So somebody say gathering. Say gathering. Whilst God wants us to be gathering, the devil wants us to be scattered. Whilst God wants us to be winners, the devil wants us to be losers. Whilst God wants us to be saviors, the devil wants us to be wasters. Instead of saving, we destroy. It's not the calling of the Christian. The Christian has been called to save. The Christian has been called to preserve. You are the salt of the earth. How many of you know that one of the properties of salt is preservation? Yeah, it is because of salt that Kobe has, has outlived his colleagues. So we have been called to preserve God's rich inheritance. But you see, the devil will want you to destroy that which God has given to you. The devil will want you to miss out on all the promises of God. Then you begin to curse God. Then you begin to blame everybody. Then you begin to blame everything about your life. But this year, may the Lord deliver you from that character. In the name of Jesus. Gathering is an assembly or a meeting especially held for a particular purpose. So gathering can be used in a verbia form 
or the noun form. Hello. So you can say gathering. That means the person is actively putting one or two together. And it's all part of the, the vision. The noun is what I define. It's an assembly. It's a meeting that people come together for a particular purpose. God is in the process of restoring the church after the damage of COVID-19. COVID-19 destroyed a lot of churches. A lot of damages was done to the Christian body worldwide. And one of the things the devil used COVID-19 to do was to destroy the power of fellowship, the power of gathering, the power of meeting together. Now everything is online, 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 online. But as I told you, you will never prefer me to officiate your wedding online. Oh, yes or no? Those who are not married, do you want an online officiating? I said, are you people ready? Are you people ready? No. There is a secret about gathering, which I will show you with time. COVID came to break our fellowship. We were all in marks. You couldn't see anybody. You could see the eyes. Whether the person is frowning or laughing, you don't know. Nobody wants to shake anyone. Even up to now, some people, you see, the mind is so strong that up to now, some people still don't want to shake. They are still giving a blow. So COVID made the church not friendly. The rich were afraid to die to leave their money. So they were not going to church. But this year of gathering, God wants to repair the damages that have been caused. God wants to restore the power of fellowship, the power of meeting. Do you know that the church was first called the tent of meeting? Because of time, I won't go there because I want to finish my sermon. When God was building the tabernacle, before he would build the tab tabernacle, the first structure he built, that is now called church, was called the tent of meeting. That was where he met Moses. That was where he met the people. I pray that the spirit of individuality, individualistic mindset will be broken out of your mind. In the name of Jesus. The spirit that makes you think about only you and think about only what will be good for you, it will break in the name of Jesus. The devil will cripple your destiny with that mindset. If I am okay, I'm okay. No, that was not why God brought us to the world. God brought us to the world as partners of his rich inheritance. We came to partner God in his mission. So you are not just born for yourself. You are not going to die for yourself and you cannot live for yourself. May God deliver you from that spirit. In the name of Jesus. God is the God of gathering. God is the God of gathering. He works in the spirit of gathering. He operates in the spirit of gathering. You never could have gotten married until some people gathered. Are you here? Yes, you didn't catch your wife on the moon and the two of you exchanged drinks. No, 
people guarded, and your people guarded, and your people went to meet a guarded people, and the guarded people accepted you. So God operates in the spirit of gathering. Praise God. You cannot have anything done without gathering. So this gathering is going to affect every area of our lives. It's going to affect every facet of your life. You will see that when this spirit enters into you, even in your kitchen, you will not waste a lot of things. Yeah. The rice and all those things, the bread, you'll be very, you will not waste electricity. Some of you, as you are here, your fan is on. You have left it. Maybe you are working in a very rich company, Ghana Gas. They pay your ECG. So, as you are, even your air condition. And that's why I'm, I'm guilty of it when I go into a hotel. Because I know I'm paying. Me real my air condition, whether I'm in or not. I want to come in when the place is changed. And you are part of it. You are you are part of my confession. With you ain't they have to, you have to enjoy. I will chill the place. 16. And I'm not, and I'll take the key away. You know. Some of you, as you are here, your air condition is on. Your fan is on wastage. Even your television is on in the bedroom. May God give us the wisdom to gather up every blessing is given to us. Psalm 50 verse 5. I told you God is a God of gathering. Look at it. He said, gather my saints together unto me. Those that have a covenant with me by sacrifice. God operates in gatherings. May you not live an isolated life. May you not live a selfish life. May you not live a disconnected life. You will not survive. You will not survive. The church cannot be built when people are living isolated lives. The church cannot be built when we are all living for ourselves. God wants us to gather again. God wants the church to do things together again. God wants believers to do things together. God wants couples to do things together. God wants families to be one. Gather together unto me. Those, my saints, those who have a covenant with me. Say God is a God of gathering. God wants a gathered church and not a scattered church. God wants a gathered church and not a scattered church. Write it down. God wants a guarded church, not a church building. God wants a guarded church. The church is a called out one of God's people. God wants a guarded church. Not a church member who goes to church once every quarter. No. Once in a year, crossover. That's not the type of church God came to, Jesus came to build. Jesus wants a gathered church, a church that has spirit of gathering. You know, in this church, if you are here and an opportunity comes for you to go and study outside or something, you are going outside, we don't just leave you. We have a whole church online 
call the church in the diaspora. Where we connect, they are all there. Everybody that has traveled out of this church outside, they are all on it. Where we have constant fellowship. So recently, our brother lost the mom, Pinkra lost the mom. Is the diaspora church who is aware? They put it there, we communicate, we wish him our condolences, and blah, blah, blah. Because the spirit of gathering is what will take us to heaven. Nobody will go to heaven alone. You won't go, to, you will not be the only person that you are going and they are clapping for. We are going as a people. Yeah. We are going, and if you are going to hell, you will go as a people. <laughs> it's not like you alone, like graduation. No, yeah, we are all going. I will show you. Say, I am a gatherer and I'm not a scatterer in the name of Jesus. I said, God wants a gathered church and not a... Number two, God wants to see a gathered family and not a decreased family. God wants a gathered family and not a decreased family. Do you know that every family needs a rich man? Yesterday I was at my, barber, my, my barbering shop. I was barbering. And I saw that opposite the barbering shop, they were doing engagement. And uh, I asked, whose house is this? And they mentioned a very big man's name. And I saw that they were doing engagement. Don't we all do our engagement in the most beautiful house belonging to a family member? Yeah. And family members are proud to come. They just want to intimidate the other family. <laughs> they want to show the other family that share. This house, you know, we are great people. And all of a sudden, all family members come together. Your uncles, your aunties, you are not even nice with because of your parents. They come and sit down. I went for a wedding. I went for a wedding around a dental area there. The way they even did the wedding, basa basabi. They are seeing some big man appears. All of a sudden, the atmosphere, policemen, soldier men, even the countenance of the groom and the bride, it changed. May God raise you as a great man in your family. May God raise you as a great woman in your family. For his name's sake, in the name of Jesus. May you become an IT guru that Japan, Germany will be looking for you. May you become a medical doctor that will specialize in brain surgery, specialize in heart surgery, specialize in bone surgery. That when Russia and Ukraine are fighting and they want specialists to operate their soldiers, they will look for you. Your amen is not strong. May you become a great man in your field of work in the name of Jesus Christ. May you become that proud child of that soil. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. God wants to see a gathered family and not a dispersed family. 
When we gather on Sunday, we must all gather. Yes. I know, you know, in church dynamics, when you move a church from a quiet, a comfortable place to a quiet and uncomfortable place, there are some percentage of the people who will not follow you. Is there. You can't do anything about it. But let us be a church that will break that record. Your amen is not strong. Yeah, because most Ghanaians don't complete their houses before they move in. Most of you, all you are praying for is that you can flow your building and make, <laughs> and make one room. You and your children will enter. Yes or no? But when it is a church, that is, I mean, you say, oh, my mental will take a cry. I'm air conditioning now. God wants a guarded church and not a decreased church. There are a lot of us, a lot of church people who have fallen off, who have been wounded, who are in trouble in so many areas. But we don't know where they are. But you know where they are. Pastor cannot know where they are. But you know where they are. They were your friends. You are not seeing them again. You don't care. Umba, sorry, You know, you are even in their neighborhood. You see them during the week, but Sunday you don't see them. You don't care. Jesus said, gather up the fragments. It's time for us to go look out for them. It's time to look out for them. Look at Sister Harriet. She's sitting here. Sister Harriet, give us a wave. She comes from Pram Pram to church. This one. Pram Pram. And she's one of the first people that joined the church from Pram Pram. Apia and the wife, they come from community 25. Oh, I thought you were clapping for them. It's not, it's not about distance. It's about purpose and vision. What drives you to God it's not about what is presented to you now. It's about what is inside of you. And I pray that we will be a church of uniqueness. A church that people can look at and love to serve the Lord in a different way than we are seeing now in our generation. It's so pathetic how people are serving God now. When I look at it, if I was not a believer, I may not be a believer. Oh, yes. A lot of things that is happening in the church. If I was not a believer now, it would have been difficult for me to be a believer. Because the way we are serving God is not the best. I pray that in this year, we will gather together and serve God in no matter what condition we are in. I thought you would say amen. amen. Give the Lord a clap offering someone. Matthew chapter 9 verse 36. Matthew 9 verse 36. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered. Look at They were scattered abroad. And that is not the kind of church he has wished for. So Jesus does not want a scattered church. When we are having service, don't be home watching online. 
when we are meeting 21 days of prayer, join and let's pray together. Your effort, my effort is going to bring the blessing. I saw a friend post, a, a, a post that it was not just the two hands of Moses that won the battle, but the other four hands, the other two of Aaron and the other two of all, because they held the two hands of Moses. It's when we come together, we join our faith, little here, little there, that we begin to see the full blessing of the Lord. May that spirit come upon you in the name of Jesus. Receive that spirit in the name of Jesus. He saw he was worried because a scattered sheep becomes, a, they enter into dangerous zones. They enter into areas they must not enter. Most of us, you can testify, when we were locked down, that was when you learned certain character. That was when you entered into certain levels of sin. Because where there is no shepherd, the sheep will be scattered. The sheep will be vulnerable. There is a wisdom why God says, get gathered together with the brothers. Get into a church. Be a consistent member. Get something to do in the church. It is wisdom. Because when a sheep is scattered, it becomes a tasty meal for the devil. The devil does not want a gathered church because it becomes too strong for it. God, Jesus, is building his church so that the gate of hell shall not prevail. When you are building, you are not scattering. You are gathering. You gather to build. Yes or no? The blocks in this building, they were gathered together and they were fixed the pillars, they guarded iron rods, they guarded stones, they guarded sand, they guarded cement, and they formed it. Then it became a pillar. Jesus is building his church. He's not scattering the church. So let us become gatherers and not scatterers. Say in the name of Jesus, I receive the strength and the grace to be a gatherer and not a scatterer in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. A scattered flock is an easy prey every day. How many of you watch Animal Kingdom? Please, if you don't watch, try and be watching. It helps you to, to learn a lot of things about life. And one of the things I see when I'm watching is that the prey that is the animal that is left alone becomes a delicious prey to the predator. When the lion sees a buffalo, one buffalo, it can attack the buffalo. But when he sees the head of the buffalo, they don't attack it. They don't try to enter because anytime you watch the animal kingdom and a lion tries to attack the head of Buffalo, that means a group of buffalo. The lion is killed. They will brutally molest the animal. When we gather together and we pray, we fellowship, you get to know each other. Look, one day you will get into a, an office and you will see a church member there. Yeah. Has it happened to somebody before? Let me see. You enter the place, so yes. One day I was in the house and then a pastor called me. He said, oh, so, apostle, I am in a shop. And the lady said, it's your daughter. I said, which daughter? I don't have any daughter in my bloodline. I have sons. 
He said, no, no, this one says, no, this one says, okay, let me talk to her. He said, daddy. <laughs> daddy. I said, ah, my sons are on here now, now bring bone. Okay, that is me, it's me, it's me, it's me. And then she mentioned her name. And she, she, she's here. And I said, ah, hey, how are you? Hey, do, do him well. Then the pastor said, have you heard? Have you heard? Look, you can enter into an interview and the panelist will be a church member. Let me advise you. When you enter into such panel uh, um, interviews and you recognize somebody you know, don't show it on your face. <laughs> a lot of believers don't have a lot of societal sense. When they see the person, you know, my church member. Hey, madam. No, you spot it. <laughs> you spot the whole thing. <laughs> the person will fight for you. You don't need to display anything. Immediately the person sees you, the person will fight for you. But when you display that you know the person, the person will excuse himself from the interview and say conflict of interest. It's, a, it's not part of the message. Give the Lord a clap of friend. Thank you, Jesus. God wants to see the church gathered together. A scattered flock becomes a prey. Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 5. A lot of members are wounding GNT. Sometimes I'll be there. And I'll remember a face I've not seen for a long time. But I don't know where to get the person. I'll be wondering where, where will I get to know where so-so and so is. But now go and see, somebody is somewhere, is going through a lot. You know, today when I came, I, I didn't see our favorite car park attendant, Brother Francis. So I asked John. I asked fully first, have you called last week? We didn't see him. Have you checked on him? Pastor, no. No, you have to. You come, you are in a department. You don't see brother so-so-and-so. You don't see sister so-so-and-so. You are in the church. You don't see brother so-so-and-so. You don't see sister so-so-and-so. You must watch out for the people. So then I told John, call him. I asked him, well, he gave me some story. He lied to me. I went and deal with him. He lied. <laughs> he said what? They are doing some training for people, blah, blah, blah. So I saw that he went back and called the person. Let me, talk, me too, I'll be there. I don't go anywhere. I say, let me talk to him. He said, Papa, I've been sick the whole week. I say, hey, somebody is sick. You say he was gone for training. <laughs> My boys. Somebody is sick. You say he's gone for training. So then I said, let me talk to him. I talked to him and I prayed for him. What do you think will happen to him in his mind? The people are not using me. They are not using me. The church does not. We don't use people. We care for people. Jesus told Peter, if you love me, take care of the flock. We don't use people. We care for people. You must not use your brother. You must not use your pastor to get your miracle. Then you disappear. No. You must not use anybody in life. 
Even the people who you think they are nobodies, never use them. We must care for people because you don't know what will come out of anybody at any point in time. I thought you are clapping. The Bible said, because the sheep had no shepherd, they were scattered and wild animals killed them and ate them. May you not be a scattered sheep in the name of Jesus. May you not live a Christian life that has no brother. I am expecting that by now you will have a prayer partner in the church. I am expecting that by now you have a friend that you pray together with, that you check on with, that you are concerned with. Because listen, on your wedding day, not everybody in the church will come home. On your naming ceremony day, not everybody in the church will come. You have to have a friend. You have to make yourself friendly. And you have to make friends amongst the people of God. Don't be in the church that nobody knows you. Don't be in a church that you don't know anybody. Don't be in a church that you are not involved in anything. This is what we call gathering. We have to gather together. Look at how the shepherd is holding the sheep. Look at how the sheep has gathered. If you are a shepherd and you come to church alone and your sheep is not here, you are not a shepherd. Because the sheep gather around the shepherd. Praise God. Praise God. Give the Lord a clap offering for that teaching. He said, because they were scattered, wild animals. Some of you will just disappear from the church and go and hide in some spiritual church for a long time. By the time they beat you several times, they chop your money, they say, do this, pay this, do this, pay this, do this. By the time your money is finished, then you will come and sit down, collect. You won't tell anybody. It's in your head. But you remember that guy who chopped your money. One day I remember a lady came from, a lady communicated with me on Facebook and said, he wants to see me, he wants to see me, he wants to see me. I said, for what? So I want to see you. I have a problem. So by the time he said I have a problem, I checked her status. I realized she belongs to a church. I said, what, what problem that your pastor cannot solve that you are bringing? Then he said, oh, he, she really wants to. I checked with my friend. I said, oh, she's a good girl. I said, okay, because I don't want a planter, evil planter. You know, sometimes they send people to you. So when she came, she spoke, she spoke. I prayed for her genuinely with her husband. Then he said, is that all? I said, yes, that is all. What do you expect? <laughs> what else? Like no seed. I'm not a farm. <laughs> I'm not a farm. <laughs> no consultation fee. I'm not a farm. I'm not a farm. I'm a vessel. I'm a vessel. I don't know who I am, that God chose me to pray for you. Some of you, you dream about me and I'm praying for you. But physically, I've not laid hands on you. But the ones that you don't know that they are praying for, they are the people you take big, big seed to. And they chop your money. 
But when you are sick, you expect your church to respond to you. It's not fair. We have to change this year. Tell somebody we have to change this year. Oh, tell someone you have to change this year. And say, I am changing this year. Give the Lord a clap offering somebody. One day I woke up and I told my wife that I blocked the road against a lion for a member. Yeah. Block it. <laughs> the Holy Ghost is in you. But some men are on assignment. Are you here? Yeah. You can play football, but you may never reach the level of mercy. But wherever you are, you also experience glory. Do you know that a crowd of top striker works in a kind of glory? Yeah. When he's entering a crowd sports stadium, do you know how he works? Who's the butcher? He's the top striker of a crowd of folk. <laughs> the top striker of Bechem United. Go and see. He has fans in the area. Go and see the girls who are fighting over him. He's in his own glory. But maybe he can never become like Torres, Van Persie, Kaka, Zidane, Ronaldo, Rashford. He may never become. Maybe as you are singing here, you may never sing in his hill song choir. You may never. Oh, yes. Maybe I'm here. I may never preach in the U.S. I may never become like T.D. Jakes, but I am me. So when, when, when you are married and you don't have a car and you see a couple that have cars, then you start cursing your stars. No. You don't know what the cars have brought to them. <laughs> you don't know. Tell somebody you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. This time we say it softly. You don't know. Give the Lord a clap for ten minutes as we close. There is a strong admonition in Hebrews chapter ten, verse twenty-five. We all know. But it's there. Let 25, 25, not 22. Not forsaking the assembly of our, ourselves together. Not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together. As the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. That means encouraging one another. That's why we still leave a bus at the Sakumono area. So that it's an encouragement. Yeah, it's an encouragement. And I'm praying that somebody will say, Pastor, I'll fuel the fuel or the bill for it. It's an encouragement. We have to even put another bus at Nguago. We have some people there. Encouraging. Walking to the choir and say, You are doing well. How much does it cost to buy all of you a blue shoe? How much does it cost to buy you a new choir dress? What? What other instrumental uh, instrument do you need? Pastor, at this point of the building, what exactly 
can we do to add up? I'll also just ask you, as you are seeing the building, what do you think? <laughs> oh, laugh. Feel free to laugh. It's a blessing to laugh. I'll just ask you, like, as you have seen, have you gone, have you gone around the building? Or oh, you can't even go to the top. Like, so what do you think we can do? And what do you think you can do? Then we told you. So, Pastor, this, I went to the children's service. I didn't like at all. My child is there. Every time after service, she's, she's dirty. And I say, yeah, it's a part of the story. It's part of the story. We have to put a carpet there for the children. I told the Andrea that I want to do it, but I want, I want to see whether a parent will go and do it. Yes. That is, we are encouraging one another. When I call you, I give you a call and check up on you. Are you not happy? You are encouraged. Oh, pastor has encouraged me. We all need encouragement. Can you imagine the president whilst he's there? All the passion. Sometimes I feel for him. I'm sure he has engaged all the gears. <laughs> Can you imagine that he's there and then one opposition member will call him and tell him that I know things are tough but we are trusting God it will be better you've done your best how do you think you feel yeah everybody needs encouragement he said encourage one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching verse 26 for if we sin willfully oh no that's not what I want just stop there there's something in my mind, I'll get to it. It was in the spirit of gathering that man was created. It was in the spirit of gathering that Elohim, Genesis 1 26, let us create man. Let us, not let I create man. Let us. So, in the spirit of gathering, human beings are made. When we gather together, your you will be created. Your you will manifest because every time we meet together, God gives us a word. God comes to visit. The spirit of the Lord ministers to us. We live edified. And gradually what is in us begins to emanate. May God begin to visit you every time you step in church. The other time whilst they were constructing, there was one guy they said he fell and the leg was swollen blah 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 every day when I come they will say oh it's fine but you can see that the leg kept swelling so one of the days when we came here we were praying here long before we started service here yeah whilst we were about to end the prayer I said they should bring me the guy I prayed for him because at that time we have already turned this place into an altar of God. Within three days, a guy recovered. He came from. When we meet together, things happen beyond our own capacities. Let us create man. In the spirit, it was in the spirit of gathering that David was made king. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 11. It was in the spirit of gathering. So when we gather together, don't think you've wasted your time. 
The Bible said, and Samuel said unto Jesse, I hear all thy children. And he said, there remaineth yet the youngest. And behold, he keepeth the sheep. And Samuel said unto Jesse, send and fetch him, for we will not sit down until he comes. Verse 15, verse 15, verse 15, verse 15, verse 15. Verse 15. He said, and Saul's servant said unto him, no, this is not what I want. This is not what I want. Verse 5, sorry, verse 5. Verse 5, verse 5. He said, and he said, peaceably, I have come to sacrifice unto the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons and called them to the sacrifice. He told them to gather together. And Samuel went through and through until David was picked up. When we gather together, God is going to pick up kings and great men and anoint them for the kingdom's sake. In amongst us are great engineers. You know, World Trade Center, one of the engineers that were called to reconstruct the new one after Osama bin Laden brought it down in September 11. Is it 11? 20 what? Two. It's not nine, I beg. Is it nine? It's one. I was in secondary school then. It's one. It cannot be nine. Nine, I was working, I started working in Ghana Cocoa Board. So it's one. One of the people they called was Professor Andam, a Ghanaian. He was then the VC. Professor in KNUST. God can lift you up. God can lift you up. I don't know what you do now. If you commit your ways to him, if you begin to love him more, if you begin to pick it one step at a time in your walk with him, God will go ahead of you and path for you a pathway that will take you to greatness. I thought you are saying amen. amen. It was in the spirit of gathering that the Pentecost was birth. When they gathered together, don't joke with gathering. Don't joke with gathering. It is nice to be online and be watching, but online is not, it's not, it's not. It's a supplement to. Have you fell under power when you are listening to online? Hello? <laughs> like you fell under power? How many times have you cried watching online? Online is audiovisual. We have to gather together. We have to smell each other. And Isaac had to smell something around Jacob before the blessing was released. There is something about fellowship. Because online you hear a lot of garbage, a lot of things, a lot of, it's scary. How do you manage it? The way you move from one man of God, to how, how are you surviving? Because some of the things are rubbish. Rubbish. No word of God, stories upon stories, display upon display, burning candles, burning candles, teaching some things. Me, I'm like, oh, different names of angels from where? What do you need them for? Have you finished dealing with Gabriel and Michael? Has Gabriel given you all the information from God? Do you, you don't need an angel to go to heaven. You don't need an angel to succeed. You don't need an angel to become who God has. You are not following an angel. 
You are following Jesus. And he assigns angels to you. You don't follow angels. This angel, 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 angel thing. Some of you have already gone to give your picture to them to be praying for you because you want to do quiet. One of them said that if he does something for you and he gives you a car, every evening the angel will come and sit in the car. That means obey to me anytime. Today, angel, today this, any prophet comes up, he says he's operating with a particular angel. Where from it in the Bible? Have we forgotten the scriptures? Who has bewitched us? Who? Just because they mention the name of Jesus, just because they dance in the church, just because they worship, who has bewitched us? Some of you are ardent followers of them. And you have left Jesus. When we are preaching like this, you don't like. Then let me start doing in Kunya. <laughs> My pastor, when the spirit comes upon him. <laughs> We have, we, I encounter angels, but I don't respect angels because they are my servants. They have nothing to do with my relationship with Jesus. They have nothing to do with your relationship with Jesus. You worship Jesus, Jesus charges them to keep charge over you. You don't worship angels. You don't revere angels. You are eating too many rubbish on social media. Too much. And when they say be loyal to your pastor, be loyal to the word of God, be loyal to your local church, you don't understand. Because no shepherd has your well-being in mind more than your pastor. You see how the shepherd is holding the, the, the lamp? Yeah. We have gone, ask my wife, we've gone, I've gone sleepless nights just over people praying. But I won't tell you because I, I pray for you always. I'm, a, I'm an intercessor before a pastor. There are pastors who are not intercessors. There are pastors who took it as profession. Eh, like it's nice. So they are pastors. And they can pastor management. If you know how to manage people, you can pastor. Whether you are called or not. Maybe my people management skill is very low. Yeah. But if you know how to manage people, you can pastor. Look at how the shepherd is holding the sheep. I've visited people far away from the area when they were sick. In the night. You have to understand the power of gathering. This is the year God wants you to be a church member proper. This is the year where God wants you to be part 
of a local church and be involved. Put the church in your lifestyle. Put it in your plans. Because at the end of the day, let me show you some five minutes something and then I, I could give the Lord a clap of someone. It was in the spirit, you know, of gathering that Jacob determined the destinies of the 12 tribes. He said, he gathered them together. Let me give you that. Genesis chapter 49, verse 1. Thank you. Please, are you following the teaching? Yeah. And Jacob, you know, when, when, when Pinkrest's mom was sick, we were communicating. And when he, she passed, he told me, then he showed me, and you no, know, the mother has come to church before, once or twice or three times. He showed me a message that the mom sent to him when she visited the church. He said, "Ask for your church." I now understand why you are following him. You see, it is dangerous to follow a man who is not following God. The day you see that I am doing, hey, 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 hey. Who are? I don't preach anything about Bible. When I come, I see, I see, leave the church. Go, go and go, go for a church that they teach. He said, and Jacob called unto his sons and said, gather yourselves together that I may tell you, not come individually. Gather yourself together. Gather, come together. I want to tell you things, but you have to come guarded. You have to come guarded. Please save yourself this year. Come and let's gather together. Come and let's have fellowship. Prayer is going on every day. Very powerful times. There is a spirit of destruction that has been released in 2023. Very wild wind. I told you last year when we were at the other side. A very wild, violent, destructive wind. And may your household be covered and protected in the name of Jesus Christ. In the year of gathering, we shall gather to hear God's word. We shall gather to pray together. We shall gather to win souls together. We shall gather to play together. We shall gather to fellowship. In fact, we have, we've bought a lot of games. Dummy, this and that and that. Look, the spirit of fellowship must come back to church. The church is not like a building. This building is good. We are going to make it very wild. It's going to be a very cozy church. Cozy. When you enter the church, you know that you have entered heaven. Yeah. Charlie, the place you... That doesn't mean you should wait till that time before you marry, please. When we got married, we got married in the police church. The building was even rougher than this. They are not done plastering. Nothing raw, dusty. But that was when we got married. Amen. So don't be waiting. That may, they may train time at task, not but fresh. 
ceiling, air conditioning, light, sound. The one you are hearing is not sound. Is this sound that you are going to use to marry? Is this sound that will put food on your table? Is this sound that will make your husband love you? Yeah. Even I've come to discover that if even plenty apostles attend your wedding, it doesn't mean that your marriage will work. Archbishop, Archbishop, Super Archbishop, and they've gathered. It's a blessing. Okay, it's a blessing. But it will not by any means determine how your husband will love you and how you enjoy your marriage. Give the Lord a clap of praise on that. It was in the spirit of gathering that Paul's assignment was revealed. Yeah. When people gathered, when the generals gathered to go and fight, David stayed home. That was when he fell into that temptation. When they gathered, when generals have gathered on the field, David was home, King David. He was roaming around, he alone. And he saw Bathsheba. And he was ensnared. Please catch the spirit of gathering this year. Karis Temple, we have to gather and serve God this year. When Jesus returns, he shall meet a gathering, not individual. Even rapture, you are not the only person to go up. Like we are here and then rapture is taking place. It's not one by one. It's not like I'll go, I'll catch to heaven, then you two, you come. No. We will all go to. When Jesus comes, he will come and meet a gathering. Matthew chapter 25, verse 31 to 34. Soft version. I'm wrapping up. Let's do KJV. When the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, Then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. And before him shall be guarded, say guarded, say guarded, all nations. And he shall separate them one from another as the shepherd divided the sheep from the goat. Verse 33. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left hand. Verse 34. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand. Come ye blessed of my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the earth. Jesus will come and meet a gathering. And gathering must be part of our spirit. Today I didn't come to preach so much. I came to shed light on what gathering is. When we are meeting, there's going to be meetings in different forms. Age groups are going to meet. Men are going to meet. Women are going to meet. I'm going to meet singles. I'm going to take you into camps. There's going to be more meetings. But don't let us plan into meetings and nobody shows up. It's waste of money, waste of resources, waste of time, waste of energy. That could have helped you in this year. Let us gather together. Today I'm not preaching any word. I'm just shedding light on the spirit of gathering. Manage your time. I know you are very busy. I know. But manage your time. Don't give God your spare time. 
Never give God your spare time. Give God a time that is part of you. Your children are looking at you. You are parting a life for them. And let us be responsible Christians. We are in an age where everybody says, oh, this, this, but you are a responsible Christian. Somebody is looking at you to pattern his life. Let us be people who are gathers and not scatterers. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Somebody say, nothing is lost and nothing is wasted. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a clap offering. Please lift your right hand wherever you are and pray to God in one minute that, Lord, let me catch the spirit of gathering. Let me have the spirit of fellowship. Help me to be part of what you are doing in this church. Let my heart be guided in fellowshipping with your people. Anything that is taking my mind off the kingdom of God. You want to pray. Maybe you are new. Maybe you have not been long in the church. You want to pray that, Lord, let me find a family in this house. Lift your voice and pray for one minute. Your eyes be open to see every member as your family member. In the name of Jesus, may the spirit of friendliness fill this house. May the spirit of family fill this house. May the fire of God blaze in this house. In the name of Jesus. You want to pray against the spirit of the scatterer. You want to pray that you will not scatter. You will not destroy you will not destroy your marriage. You will not destroy your family. You will not destroy your business. You will not destroy the finances God brings to you. One minute, pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. We bind every spirit of wasting. We bind the spirit that causes us to leak your blessings in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for this year of gathering. May you gather us together to your own glory in Jesus' name. Amen. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.